Hello and welcome to another episode of Jen and Hajamis with me, Marvin Schneider, and the erotic Jen Ward. <laughs> yeah, I really dressed the part today. <laughs> now, hang on. There's a there's a reason why I introduced you that way today. I hope so. You remember, so. You remember the last um, Jen and the Jamis that we recorded, and we're just explaining to the listener that you know in the poetry book there's a chapter called Erotica. You remember mm -hmm. that? And um, we had a technical issue around about that time so just things just stopped recording so we had to sort of restart things but you know you were reading one of your erotic poems right mm -hmm. one of the poems in the chapter and um it didn't record that <laughs> so here you are you're reading your poem <laughs> you're having a wonderful conversation on your own <laughs> hide your ears Garcian. hey so we wanted, I'm glad that you preference it because I don't want people to like searching around the internet thinking that there's some like new um, movies of mine. God no. Well, that's how Kim Kardashian got started. Well, but you, you want to get famous for in other ways, I'm guessing. Uh, that's probably why I wrote 19 books and heal all of humanity, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> A sex tape would probably wouldn't hurt the cause. I mean, <laughs> well, but see, that's true. And it's so funny, right? We, we've got this standing joke, right? So as I was getting ready to start the recording, I said, well, you know, let's do it. And then you go, yes, and then we can record a Jen and Hijami <laughs> session. <laughs> so that, that stands, <laughs> that seems to be a bit of a standing joke. I know, but you're so easy to please. You're so... You laugh so so easily at anything I say. It's I like it. Well, I like it too, baby. <laughs> I like the joke too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, what else is going on? Um, we've uh, selected the poems to include in the book. We've put them in chapters. We're doing other work on it. So we're just going to take it slowly, babe. We're not going to bust our nuts trying to get this one out in a hurry and then we're gonna like work on the book yeah exactly <laughs> baby and, well you're uh, the one who started you're the one who introduced me as miss erotica i don't want to let our public down now that you put that out there yeah exactly hmm. dashian what's going on with her today look at he's like drooling like like really eager leaning into this conversation he doesn't never hear such things Exactly, he's a pure bear. <laughs> well, he likes his. He likes to run around naked, though, too. So. It's all right. So do I. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for giving. You gotta understand that our our listening audience is very visual. So when you to give them their visual baby, you know, I'll bet you <laughs> Actually, can I tell you another funny joke? Um, I used to when I was growing up in my very late teens, early twenties. I was. Don't tell them the soggy biscuit story. No, baby. God. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Anyone in Oz will know what that means, so you just let the cat out of the bag. <laughs> well, shame on you all in Oz. Shame <laughs> on you all. That's all I'm going to say. All right, so anyone that's listening from Oz, do not comment. In, do not comment I'm just getting in the used comments to it. below. I'm just getting uh, used to it. I, I, any. Anyway, so I, um, as I was growing up as uh, living with my parents, um, 
while I was um, I was doing an apprenticeship, so you know I didn't have any money, so I was still living with the parents. Anyway, we, and we had a five acre property, so it was a fairly large property. And anyway, um, so there's a fence line um, uh, separating two adjacent properties, and our neighbour, his name was Bill. I won't give you his last name. <clears throat> he um, he always used to run around in his underdacks, undies, right, <laughs> on on the property, right, because it was it was a tropical. Um, location so you know it's hot it's humid and so that was his thing he used to run around his property in his undies and it's like hi bill good to see your undies <laughs> glad you got your undies on <laughs> so you know what the cutest part of that story is well the whole story baby well the word under deck is pretty amusing and stuff that's so cute I'm going to need subtitles when you talk and stuff. <laughs> you know, I was visiting with my friend Skip and Patty today and... and um, well, they were visiting with you, apparently. Well, we were visiting together. So, right. um, you know, it's not a power struggle. It's just a visit between friends. So, um, oh, no, I forgot what I was going to say. They gave you a plushie oh. and they said... No, no, no. I... No, I wasn't going to tell them that part yet, but I'll tell them and stuff. So when we do the Jen and the Jammies, they said they like, like, um, really like to watch them. And, and then, um, and I mentioned how, like, the people who watch really enjoy how I give you the business. And, and me and Michelle and Therese and Patty were all laughing, and then Skip wasn't laughing and stuff. And, and the men are like, um, thinking poor Marvin. And Patty said that she did feel that way about you until she found out you wouldn't let me bring all my rocks to Oz. And then she was like, <laughs> go get them, Jen. Go get them. <laughs> yeah. So she gave me a little baby plushie today. Their last name, well, I don't know if they want to be outed no. as friends of ours, but she gave me a little bitty lion to take <laughs> with me to Oz and stuff. So she goes, Marvin can't, like, deny you. And she gave me a little bit of bitty... Um, Mexican, it was something like Mexican pearl or something, and okay. it was like to bring to Oz because she wanted to defy you too. Isn't that funny? Yeah, I think half of our listeners just love it when I get defied. <laughs> <laughs> I think probably more than half because I think more than half our viewers are, are women and stuff. And I think they love it. I, th I think the vast majority are. I'd love to know how many men regularly view Jen and Ajamis. They should. By the way, how's the um, Real Men Love Their Plushies movement going? It's a little bit at a stall right now. Apparently the movement isn't as big as I thought it was. But but that's the same thing that happened with um, the trees, Wisdom of the Trees. And now everybody's like learning to appreciate the trees um, more. So I think it just needs, you know, it's time hasn't been born yet. But I wish the male viewers would take pictures of their plushies and put them up on Facebook on Real Men Love Their Plushies, <laughs> not plushies, plushies page. Yep. Yeah. So, but anyway, the women that are viewing this can, you know, nudge their menfolk to um, take a photo, preferably in, you know, working gear outside in sort of really, you know, sweaty, manly activities. Well, you know what would be really funny? If they actually when their men were sleeping, snuck in and put a teddy bear in their arms and took a picture and then sent that too. 
Well, hopefully they've got jammies on, baby. <laughs> why, why do you always go to the, the knickers and stuff? Naked. How do you guys say it over there? Naked? <laughs> Naked. <laughs> Naked. <laughs> um, so, one, one of these days uh, when it's sunny and I'm mowing my lawns and or our lawns and whatever, Thank I'm going to just take a bit of a break and grab the boys and when, see, when you say when you mean the boys you don't mean your own private no, no. parts right you do mean because i don't know how things going on you're talking about the plushies right <laughs> the plushies i've got, I've got two plushy boys <laughs> honey i don't care how i don't care if they're groomed or not but you're still talking about the teddy bears right <laughs> i am indeed baby baby you're the one who told me that Oz people like like that kind of humor and stuff, so I'm just trying to fit in. Yes, you do. You're fitting in too well, baby. <laughs> Good babies. Now, on a serious note, um, and the reason why I'm trying to move this along is I want to make sure that we can get the good stuff in. Um, I'm hoping we don't have another technical issue because... I'm just looking at my upload meter and it's very lagged. So I'm just hoping we don't, it doesn't shut down on us. So um, earlier, was it either today or yesterday? Right, this you had, morning, first thing this morning. You had an interesting experience with uh, your visiting cat. You've got a cat visiting yeah. your place. So can you just tell that story? Because it's just, it's just an amazing story. And the clip, just the raw clip, um, I uploaded on YouTube on the YouTube channel just now, so you know it's uh, hot off the press. So well, I think the amazing part about that is I look so awful in profile. That was the thing. You know, I have no ego if I allow that thing to go up there like that. But <laughs> <laughs> well, but that's but that's not the amazing part of that story. So oh, can really? you tell? Yeah, no, absolutely. Can you tell the story though? happen to me all the time so I have two cat guests at my house one mm -hmm. is a boy and one is a girl now the girl comes in and she's just walking around at nighttime she comes up and she says hi and everything and the boy cat is like in one bedroom and he won't he won't come out he won't interact and everything so I was talking to his mom and I was saying I was saying, sorry so so when you say you're talking to his mom his human mom yeah yeah, Good. Well, it would be silly to talk to his cat mom because she's not around. No. Oh, okay, I was going to say, but you talk to cats all the time, so know, that wouldn't be unusual at all. <laughs> I know, but I write, but it's got to be logistic. I guess you're right, it could have been his cat mom. But no, this is his human mom. Yep. So I was talking to his human mom, and and um, and the last couple places that they stayed, it was... um. They didn't allow cats, so they had to hide out, right? Mm. And so I told Max this morning. I go, Max. So, so Max is the boy cat. Right. And right. and Flo is the Flo is the female cat. cat. And yeah. and so I, I teased my friend at first because it, it reminded me of a menstrual period, Max and Flo, you know. So oh, right. it was like, I, <laughs> that's where I go, honey. I'm creative and stuff like that. Mm. So. Certainly. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, so I'm talking to Max, the boy, mm -hmm. and I'm petting him, and 
His human mom is watching. Has you got it all set up now? Mm-hmm. And, and so... Um, I've I'm got the scenario him. straight. And I'm petting him and I'm saying, you know, you can run around here. You can do anything you want. You're free and everything. And then he started talking to me about his past lifetime. Mm-hmm. And and it's funny because he's very shy and and reserved. And the the other cat, the the woman, the female cat, the is yeah. is bossy to him, and she meows at him and tells him to get up and move around, and you know. So he does her bidding and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I tuned into him, and his past life came out. And apparently, they were a nice Jewish couple in Germany before the war started mm-hmm. and um and the wife kept nagging him and paying attention to current events and saying we got to move on we got to get out of here we got to get out of here and he kept saying "Nah, this is going to blow over and i'll just wait and they never got a chance to get out mm-hmm. and so they had to go in hiding for their lives and then mm-hmm. they went in hiding for their lives and then um and then they actually got traumatized, you know, either got killed right away or went to a concentration camp. But the trauma is what he's dealing with in this lifetime. And that's why they stayed together as a couple. Like, my friend got him first, the cat, mm-hmm. and then he kept nagging, there's another one out there, there's another one. And they found Flo, and they were such a couple, they got along right away. and. She gave him confidence, but Max and Flo were their names back then. He was Maxfield, and she mm-hmm. was Florence, and they were wow. a married couple back then. And so my friend who got them is in tuned enough to be able to like pick up their names and know that much. Wow. So we did, yeah, so we did taps, because when you do the taps, you become more intuitive and you can read the akashic records and you can know all that and you might not even know what you know yet but mm-hmm. it's there so we tapped into some of his the issues he was feeling guilt and and um afraid and needing to hide out so i did some taps with him and that's what we have that short video of but what's interesting is after i i got to this tap where we released the fear and he seen the engrams and then he turned from a real docile, sweet little face to his eyes went back and his ears went back like he was going to attack me. Mm. And he didn't, but he was like terrified. Wow. And it's like the animals don't like to see the engrams of their past lifetimes. Yeah. And so we got through that one and then he was looking at me like I was the enemy. So we did that tap and he was actually seeing me as a Nazi, Nazi mm. soldier. And wow. it was like, it was really scary how how real it was for him. Mm-hmm. So they had decided not to be humans because it's too traumatic to be a human. And so they came back in cat life because so, they still wanted the physical experiences without the responsibility and the trauma of being humans. Okay, so uh, aside from the fact that it's just a fascinating and engaging story, there's a couple of really interesting things when I first heard it that I mm-hmm. thought that caused me to go holy 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 moly mm-hmm. i was going to say something else but this is a family yeah. show yeah so yeah. yeah exactly <laughs> sorry about that that's right <laughs> no one watches jen and the jar yeah, 
Um, yeah. Okay, so there's a couple of really interesting things about that. So um, I was previously under the impression that um, human souls uh, are either not able to or not, or it's very rare to uh, reincarnate cross species. And you say that's not so. So, so there, uh, there's a false old concept, conception that, and this is one of the things that we, um, we, um, what's the word where you get rid of it? Becomes with a D. Remove. No. Detach. No, D, um, whatever. Deactivate, deprogram. No, you're just dancing around that word, aren't you? So, um. Moving on. Yeah, so, um, but it's there, and everyone out there listening to this is screaming out another D word and stuff. <laughs> um, dispel, dispel, baby. Thank you. Thank you. So ooh, this... ooh, glad you got that out. <laughs> <laughs> it was rough, babies. Um, so we're dispelling that myth because mm-hmm. it goes under the assumption that humans are superior to other species. Yeah. And that's just not so. And... And all these people who have their beloved pets who keep coming back, sometimes their, their sweet loved ones come back in, in fur, fur form because they want that connection with the person without the responsibility of having to be human. So they get yep. to be close to that love and that nurturing without all the trauma of it. Yeah. Okay, so... Um... The other side of it, so one aspect is, you know, the myth that there is a hierarchy of, you know, um, ascension souls and humans are at the top of the pop. So that's kind of one little myth that you've cleverly busted today. And then the other common conception, and you might class this as a misconception, is that souls um, evolve and move forward that's the whole point of it is to evolve, to move forward. And so the assumption is that moving forward is sort of going through human incarnations and then to become ascended and then uh, eliminating the need to incarnate in physical form and then living in sort of a, a light body or a, you know, in an energy body. Mm-hmm. So is that true? And, and by the way, if, if, if a soul does choose to reincarnate as a, uh, a you know, a, our, one of our furry brethren, that's not a step back, right? Yes, it, no. It's just you a different ask, experience. You ask anybody who loves their pets like family, and they'll tell you that their their precious babies are more evolved than some people they know. A lot of people they know. So in lots of ways, your pets are more evolved than this yeah. experience of humanity, where people are out there fighting and everything. In yeah. fact, a lot of people who have pets who are afraid of the thunder yeah. or fireworks, um, from what I've seen in sessions with animals, with dogs, is those are, the reaction is the trauma of being mutilated or blown apart in war. And they relive yeah. that in, with the war. Yeah, so shell shock, that kind of thing. Absolutely. I've had whole. I had this one session with this woman who was really a devout Christian, and and she was terrified. She brought her dog into this dog wash I was working at, and um, she had a session for a dog, but it was really for her son. Yeah. 
-hmm. apparently her son and the dog were really close and the son was about in his teenagers but the dog was always close too and I, I I pulled this out of him it's not anything they told me with all his buddies so what happened was a bunch of his buddies came back at all his war buddies like a, a, a few of them came back at the same time to be friends as kids and what happened was this dog who loved all these buddies was actually one of the the the, the soldiers as well but his trauma was so much more than theirs they all yep. enjoyed the war experience but he he died a horrific death mm. and so he couldn't handle being a human but he wanted to be with his his soldier friends so he came back as this guy's dog well, wow. the, the the true um, miracle of that story is this woman who was devout Christian was terrified because all her son talked about was going to war, going mm. to war, and no signing up because he had that great experience in a past lifetime. It was just fun for him. He was out in a new thing. There was no trauma or whatever. It was just fun with his buddies, and he was reliving it as a teenager. Yeah. But I saw his Akashic records of the future, and I said, no. Your mother is right. This mm. won't be the same experience that you had back then. You already mm -hmm. had the good experience. Please do not sign up. Please do not enlist. And pay attention to your mother. Mm -hmm. And as, as much as she didn't believe in reincarnation, and yep. as devout as she was, mm. she was so relieved by that, and she felt that to her core. Mm. She was so grateful that I had the means to tell him and why, because she mm. didn't have the why for him hmm. and so the whole reason she brought the dog to me faded away because it wasn't actually about the dog it was about saving her son's life from dying in war yep fascinating story um thank you babies you're welcome babies hmm. we might do something um unusual and <laughs> okay, that is then we should finish recording this uh, this kind of jammies. <laughs> Baby. See, see how much that works? It never gets old with you. <laughs> um, so the unusual thing that I was going to suggest is uh, winding up this episode uh, early and so that it's not, you know, dragged on long. I think the, um, the point of this episode, I think, has been very effectively made. So, are you take able, a look. Take, sorry, go ahead. Are you able to link that other recording to this one so they can also um, watch it after this? Yeah, I can certainly uh, append it to the back of it, but it's also sitting there as a clip in its own right. Right, um, it is now, but as as we get more generative jammies, they might get disconnected and stuff. So. No, because they'll be um, one right next to the other, so they'll Babe. be adjacent to each other. I know, baby, but you you assume that everyone knows how to maneuver things as well as you do. It I'll tell you be, what we'll do. Why don't we we'll, pin a comment with a link to the other? Why don't we do that with the other video? Let's do that. Will there be less work, babies? Yes, it will. Okay. Yeah, that's a great idea. I love it. Very good. Thank you so much. We've got, um, uh, oh, should we tell them that um, your friend yeah. Bud has got seven more <gasps> songs? Or seven songs, seven more, or seven in total? I can't remember. Seven in total. We're getting a private concert of seven of, of songs that Bud has created from 
from my um, poetry, from my poetry, yep. and um, he's going to get a, f a few more, and then people are going to be able to, uh, like, download or buy buy the Genuine Healing but Kind Bud Music, actually Kind Bud first, Kind Bud Music with Genuine Healing Lyrics, and yep. it's, like, really an upgrade because the the topics are really spiritual, and you can feel him to the core, and he's a genius in, in arranging these. So they're different songs, and they just come through him like like butter. Yeah. Like butter. Butter. <laughs> so we'll um, hopefully we'll do another Conversations with Jen with um, Kitty and Bud, um, mm -hmm. and hopefully we can have some kind of a either a live kind of concert or um, or – Oops, or perhaps he can record something. I'm not sure. He we'll plans to goes. record him. We want him to get um, get compensated for this because this is part of it. It's like musicians need to be validated. There needs yeah. to be a better exchange of energy going back to the the creators. And we're yeah. we, we we're we're just donating the words and stuff. And his genius, all the proceeds will go to to the yeah. artists of the songs because. Yeah. Part of what we do is heal that rift between the the yeah. artist and the energy exchange, which goes to a third party, and that yeah. sucks. So yeah, there's a saying that says um, the power of the patron uh, relies on the poverty of the artist, and that was probably true in the past. But that's something that we're keen to uh, yeah. uh, redress. Yeah. So yeah, it'd be great if. A lot of people find uh, Bud's music, um, uh, the kind Bud's is his um, branding, and I hope he does get around to actually cutting some 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 physical CDs. Uh, I know a lot of people these days listen to music on online or in a digital form, and and that's fine as long as you buy, you know, the albums and the tracks and whatever on. Apple Music and whatever they call it these days, Spotify and, you know, whatever the platforms are. But it will be really great if he gets a, you know, international audience because the the intention of the songs and the lyrics are um, very uplifting. Yeah, and, it, and it's re, reseeding the collective for higher consciousness to to um, dissipate all the coarse vibrations that they've been programmed to in the past. The tapping dissipates those, and now we're changing the muscle memory to be uplifting and yep. peace-oriented, integrity-oriented, um, yeah. love-oriented. It's really profound what he's doing, and I hope people will listen, listen to his songs and um, appreciate what he's doing for humanity. Yeah, absolutely. And it'll be great when he's got um, a collection large enough um that he can fill let's put a number out there 20 30 albums <laughs> oh absolutely <clears throat> so um, he, he so when i he was singing the last songs to me that they're really big jerry garcia fans who who was the lead of the grateful dead and the the energy of jerry garcia came through to me and said this is the upgrade to what i was doing and um your words and his music and he's the next me. So it's like really interesting for but And so what he was saying with him and Kitty were saying is that, do you remember who the writer was of all Jerry Garcia's songs? 
they no. were saying that that I was that for them. So it was really yeah. interesting. We were saying it separately, different yeah. things like that. And if if the listener wants a, a taste of some of the tracks titles, the last tapping group tapping session, um, the last five ten minutes was a bit of a private concert for those that were participating in the tapping. <clears throat> um, the other thing to say, sorry, just, just need to clear my throat, just one sec. <coughs> um, September the 11th, 2 p.m. New York time, we're running the next um, sort of Heal the World um, tapping session. Um, obviously, September the 11th is an important uh, portal date or day. Can I say a little bit about that, Venus? Mm -hmm. So it happened 20 years ago, and the pain, yes, the pain is there, and it's a valid thing. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't want to be be controversial and stuff, but mm -hmm. there's places in the world that go through this every single day. So mm -hmm. if you're going to listen to the... Um, Listen to what happened on, on September 11th is the old stories. Understand that that pain and trauma is happening around the world all the time. And yep. it's horrible, so we address that. And what mm. we want to um, prevent is people from getting pulled down into the trauma of 20 years ago where the yep. consciousness was totally geared towards a fight and towards revenge and all that. So we're yep. dissipating all those tendencies that were... Yep that are outmoded and removing those engrams and healing all of that experience and not allowing people to use that pain to yep. reinstigate war and and divisiveness. Yep, so that sound, that's pretty powerful cause, baby. Thanks, we've got, baby. so far we've got 50 people that have uh, signed up, it's free. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, if you've never uh, experienced Jen in action, um, this will be a good one and then hopefully people can then continue their own private journey with the genuine healing insights and whatever. Did you tell um, them how to sign up babies? Yeah, so go to genuinehealing.com. There's a menu item on the top that says purchase and then select the item that, uh, that you want. But the one that we're talking about at the moment is, I think it's entitled removing past engrams. Mm -hmm. uh, group tapping session. It's on September the 11th at 2 p.m. New York time. Uh, work out what that means, what time that means for you, wherever you are in the world. Oh, the did last... you say two or one? No, it's 2 p.m. New York no, time. No, you said one. No, but it is 2 p.m. New York time, isn't it? That's no, what we... you said one, baby. Remember, I have that session in, in Stockholm and you said that it's no, at so, one. No, so, no. Let me just check. Just, um, just talk away amongst yeah. <laughs> just so, talk, so this talk is to the audience for a second because we i thought it was two and then we had this no. thing earlier and no, communications I, with things that's powerful get get um yeah. skewed yeah. and everything so i want to make sure okay so the removing engrams of the past group tapping session is on september the 11th at 2 p.m new york time to be clear 2 p.m new york time all right so okay, the well, other thing that you're getting confused about was that someone booked a session on September the 11th, a private session, at 1 p.m., but you've moved it to Sunday at 1 p.m. That's oh, what's going on. Okay. okay. So, so I thought, because of that whole conversation, I thought that the um, removing engrams, you were saying the whole time, that that was at 
one. So I forgot no. that my time slot is at one. That's what you were saying. See? Okay. Thank you. All right. So, so September the 11th, 2 p.m. New York time. Uh, at the moment, we've got about 50 people signed up. It'd be great if everyone signed up actually joins because uh, there's you usually can... a small number of people that sign up and then for one reason or other don't join. But you can um, really feel it in the world afterwards, right? You, I mean, you're getting used to it and stuff, but people afterwards can feel a shift. It's like a relief yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty powerful. And, um, you know, having a large number of people come together with the same intent at the same time, doing the taps, dissipating and, you know, re removing the engrams, it's pretty powerful. Absolutely. So, yeah, keep... Uh, you've got a small number of hours left to sign up, so please do if you're listening to this. Uh, and um, keep an eye on the next workshop as well, which is the um, Healing Your Soulmate and Twin Flame workshop, the, the following week. I think it's September the 19th. It's a Sunday yeah. at 2 p.m. New York time. I'm sorry. I don't mean to keep interrupting you. I do that during sessions, so I, you know, to keep things on. But um, I'm told that our, our workshops get better and better each one that we do is like they blow. This one's going to be a doozy because there's this groundbreaking new, I'm, because I'm privy to the content, groundbreaking new information about the nature of twin flames and soulmates, the distinction between them, and basically um, uh, there are going to be a whole bunch of interactive exercises and activities. And of course, there's going to be a bunch of tapping that will help you tap into your twin flame and soulmate and do a whole bunch of amazing other things. So this one's going to be a doozy. Thank you so much, Jen. Thank you, Dashin. Thank you, listeners. Please like, share, subscribe, comment, um, but particularly share. We'd like the audience to grow and the message to get out. It's kind of vitally important for the upliftment of humanity. So please share amongst your network. Just share the link. Just say, hey, have you seen Jen and Ajami's? Yeah. Bang. And, there you and go. Please don't let that tag the erotic Jen. Please don't let that tag. <laughs> Baby. Thank you so much. Uh, by Dashin, by Jen, bye by bye. listeners. Um, like, share, subscribe. You know what to do. Bye for now.
spinning out of control It feels like you're leaving, leaving And let your blood run cold You You're so far away Talk to me, talk to me, talk to me, talk to me, please. 